But welcome back to the next phase with Steve Key podcast. You know, as we get older, things don't come as easy to us as they did before. You know, for one, physical activity can be a bit of a challenge. I know I can't do what I used to do in my 20s, and it takes longer to recover from some of the physical activity. But today I want to introduce you to uh, Walter Young. Uh, He's been physically active all his life, uh, was a swimmer, water polo, into physique contests, and and even triathlons. So uh, I'm hoping that he's going to be able to uh, to tell me that it's never never too old uh, to start. Uh, at present, he's working as a life and fitness coach, or a term he prefers, longevity coach. So I welcome you to the podcast, Walter. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm I'm approaching sixty. Uh, mm-hmm. but I, I look at that as just a number because I, I sure as heck don't feel, uh, that way are some of the excuses that I, I, I outlined in my, my, my preview, uh, something you've heard before, like it, it just, it's too hard I've, to start. I've heard a lot of excuses from the people who want to start. And I've heard a lot of excuses, a lot of negative things from the people who aren't starting. So, I mean, first of all, a lot of, of us, I'm 65. A lot of us are, are, uh, facing yes recovery takes a little bit more um i have to work out differently perhaps than i used to or i have to learn how to work out in the first place which is difficult um i and and that's well that that's where i would come in honestly well and, and this is this is interesting because i always feel that the the easiest way to start at at this stage and again i spent a long time doing very little. I gained weight and then in the midst of the pandemic decided I'd lose weight. So I took off 50 pounds and I did that largely by changing wow. my diet and mm. walking a lot. So I'm a bit of a, a fanatic for trying to get in 15, 20,000 steps a day. And I always thought that's the, the best way to start, but you know, I'm not sure that that's really enough and that's really not pushing myself the way I should be. I mean, well, I, I think that you've already pushed yourself to a certain extent. So, yes, now you can go to the next phase um, if you want. But um, for someone who has not started at all, someone who is brand new to trying to get, whose doctor has said, you have to lose this weight um, and that sort of thing. Um, the walking, yes, that's perfect. That's a great way to start because you don't need equipment. You just walk out the door and off you go. Um, diet is a little more difficult because that involves thinking about it. And I think a lot of us, we reach a certain age and, you know, the tea, tea and toast for lunch concept takes over because it's too hard to make anything just for you. I'll wait till dinner and then you forget about dinner. And so malnourishment is one of the bigger problems I think we face as well. Uh, particularly for those who are suddenly single for whatever reason. But but um, as a, as a, as a group or you know as a demographic for those who have worked for years and I'm in a I, I like to call it a quasi retired state. You do have the time, but it's almost like where do you where do you start? What should you be doing? And, and you, yeah. you you mentioned there about malnutrition and maybe not yeah. eating the right things. And is this all about balancing what you're eating or introducing things that you maybe wouldn't well, be eating the way i start most of my clients is by tracking what you're eating let's have a look what you're actually doing let's not change anything yet 
Let's just write down everything you eat. How many times do you walk to the fridge and go, has anything changed in here yet? <laughs> you know, uh, and, and certainly through the pandemic, we all did, you know, the banana bread phase, uh, banana bread phase and all that sort of thing. But people aren't aware of what they're eating. They're just grabbing a handful of peanuts yeah. six times. And it's what adds up that counts. Or conversely, they're not realizing that they, breakfast was toast and dinner was toast and beans or something, and they're not eating enough. So we have to, by tracking, we can see exactly what the issues are and then say, okay, let's bring this up. Let's talk about protein because a lot of people can't even grasp the concept of this is protein, this is a carbohydrate, mm -hmm. this is a fat. What is that? What is everything? And, and so to teach that it is a major part of my practice um, besides the exercise part. And, and again, if you can get outdoors and walk, despite what may be a bit of an agoraphobia that has, has formed for a lot of us with the pandemic, that you can get out there and just go for that walk, um, either count the steps or count the time that you're out, then you're making a great start. Do that for six months and you've got a habit built up. And then you can talk about, well, how do I augment that by during a gym or using bands or I, I I like to think of activity rather than workouts. So do you like to swim? Do you like to dance? Do you like, like what is it that, that draws you physically to something that will get you to do it on a more regular basis? Uh, a lot of people, you know, the concept, I got to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym every day for an hour and a half. And then they miss three days and think, Oh, it didn't work. But I, I mean, don't I've, go back. I've tried that. I've tried to go to the gym and then I, I look around and I think, oh, my God, they're all 20 years younger than me. And, you know, I just I just don't have the moves to be able to do it anymore. So I guess what you're saying is that you're going to look at an individual case, their age, their activity, what they're eating. And I guess at some point, is the eating fueling what you're doing or is what you're doing dictating what you're eating wow chicken or hand chicken yeah. or egg <laughs> uh, i think that uh in the beginning i would think let's just fuel the exercise that you're doing by eating properly let's fuel your body by eating properly um, and if you're over fueling then let's um, deal with that situation uh, why are you overfueling? so I, a lot of my work actually is mindset work it's looking at well if, are you eating a lot because you're frustrated because you're bored because what is it that's making you do these things? Um, and, and then how can we change that for you? If you can't go to the gym because the other guys are all looking 20 years old and they're all making these moves, well, then why are you comparing yourself to those people? Instead I think of that's only of your that journey? natural. Yeah, but that, you know, and that honestly, that's something where the entire fitness industry needs to have a little bit of a revamp. And I can see it. I can see the, the mindset of the fitness industry changing. Trainer by trainer by trainer, gym by gym, small boutique gyms that are opening that are saying, no, we are inclusive. And it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter if you're 350 pounds. If you're trying to become active, you belong here. Where else would you go to get healthy and fit than a gym? Well, why are you feeling that it has to drive you away? And, and that's got to change. There's a time period when you're in your 20s or in your 30s and as you're working out you're 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 increasing your resistance levels you know you may lift more weight you may run more you might bike more you might do that but you know 
under this sort of umbrella as being a longevity coach, when you get to a certain age, each year clicks on the clock and you start to slow down. Do you have to? Okay, I, I, I see where you're coming, but you understand where I'm coming from. Is there, is there some point where you peak and you're not going to be able to do any better? Yes, there is. But the, the idea is to push it as far away as you can by continuing to try. What I see as an issue is when we go, well, I'm getting older, so I'm only going to lift these 20 pounds. I'm never going to try to lift the 25 pounds because, well, I'm older now. But if you try to lift the 25 pounds and you can, why aren't you trying to lift 30? See what that does. Our recovery period is longer. We have to rest better. We have to take care of our nutrition more than a 20-year-old does. 20-year-olds are running on, on genetics and higher testosterone levels and a whole lot of things that are allowing them to do more. But, you know, I have a 76-year-old client who is, is working now and, and he bikes. He puts me to shame. You know, he bikes, he swims, he comes to the gym and he lifts weights. Now, the weights aren't huge, but they're consistently trying to just get that little bit more, maybe one more rep mm. as opposed to an extra 10 pounds. It's the resistance, the concept of resistance and the challenge that is going to allow you to keep going. You as soon did, as you give in and you say, well, it's too much of a challenge. I can't do that anymore. You did mention you bands. less. You mentioned bands a little earlier yes. in this discussion. And, and part of that is the resistance. Are bands a good thing to, to start with? Or, you know, if, if, if to, to sort of get the, the feeling of putting some resistance on you? Yeah, I, I think bands can be great. Light weights can be great. Uh, if you're just starting out uh, at, uh, let, let's put 60 as the benchmark, mm -hmm. just to start off. Great, right, uh, I'm the benchmark now. <laughs> yeah, you are the benchmark. So uh, bands are great because they come in a number of resistances and you can use them in a number of ways. I, I When the pandemic hit, I had to learn how to design an entire workout using just bands. And it can be done. It can be done well. Now, here's the issue. I'm 60-year-old Walter, and I buy a set of bands, and I go home, and I put them on the kitchen counter, and I leave them on the kitchen counter, and I open them up, and I go, mm, that looks interesting. Uh, I don't know, how is this supposed to feel? How is this supposed to work? And that's the one place where the gym comes in better, to my mind, in that you can learn from those 20-year-olds. You can learn from a trainer. You can get a bit more instruction on what it is that you need to do. Once you've got that, you don't need them necessarily anymore. But if you don't know how it's supposed to feel or what the workout, the sense of working your muscle feels like, a lot of people think that's pain. And it's not pain. Pain is sharp and stabbing. But the pain of, of working your muscles dissipates within seconds after you stop doing the exercise. If we're afraid when we start, we don't see that difference. We just think it hurts. What am I doing wrong? Oh, I'm no good at this. I'm going to stop. So it's, it sounds like it's all part of a you know, from the physical perspective, that is the healthy lifestyle from the mental perspective, which is also part of what you do. There's almost a rewiring of the brain to say, absolutely, this is my week. This is my schedule. This is when I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to do it because I am going to feel better mm. by doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, is 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 as much your job to the 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 mental aspect of the game as opposed to the physical aspect of it? I, I think it is. I, I I don't know. I can't speak for every trainer. I mean, some are just lift the weight, lift the weight, lift the weight, and and that's fine. They're probably dealing with younger people. But I, I think that that we all carry baggage. That we all, all carry stuff that we all that, 
the negative little voice in our head that says, no, you can't. No, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? It's bad enough. I've had experiences where I've been on a treadmill, for example, and someone my age or slightly younger has come up to me and said, why are you doing that? You should be taking it easy, don't you think? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can't. I can gesticulate what I do, but I can't say what I do. So um, if we've got that voice in our own mind, that voice needs to be worked on because that's going to hold us back. And it holds us back through our whole life. You know, sometimes we carry that voice from childhood. We need to work at getting past it. But but that's part of the same voice that is in there that you, you know you shouldn't smoke. You know you shouldn't drink too much. You know you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. But people fall into habits. They fall into routine. That's it. So habit management is also something that I, I it's, it's a large part of, of my, my work. And, and if when I finish brushing my teeth, I'm going to do this before I do this. And you insert whatever the habit is in between the two things that are already there. And it becomes much easier to do. So habit management is something that needs to be worked on regularly. Yeah. And, and full, full disclosure, I'm a recovering alcoholic. So, I mean, I know what it's like to have to change everything at one day waking up and going no more. And do you find that that helps you in dealing with people who have trouble facing some of their challenges or fears? Yeah. Yeah. I think because I've been there. Yeah. Because I've been overweight and I've been underweight because I've been afraid to go into the gym. Yes. I've been physical my whole life, but there have been huge, like five year chunks where I wasn't and I was dealing with other stuff and then I would get physically active again and then uh, other stuff comes up and then you don't. And I think that you know, very few of us can say, I have been an active person my entire life. Good for them. I think that's amazing. But uh, I think we all have to go through a little reboot, reboot every once in a while where we, we sail along well and then something happens like COVID and we have to reboot ourselves and say, okay, now where am I going? And I, COVID actually has been, for all the negativity that's come out of it, one of the positive things is that people have had the time to sit back and think perhaps. What do I want to do? I agree. And it it, it sort of gives you a a chance to reflect. And I know that uh, when it hit in the middle of at the beginning of 2020, uh, I was still working full time. And it was part of the work from home experience and the COVID that made me think, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to commute. I think that was physically damaging to my psyche and to my health back and forth, hour and a half to two hours each way every day. But now I don't have excuses. I have the time to do this. And I guess much like a recovering alcoholic, you have to take it one day at a time. You have to take that step and you have to to commit to to wanting something and not wanting something for everybody around you. You got to want it for yourself. And here I am, you know, you're I'm coming up on 60. I have a new grandson. I have this. I have that. I want to live and be vibrant around there. I don't want to be debilitated and knock on wood. <laughs> I don't, I never, all the sports I played and everything like that. I never suffered serious injuries. The only thing that was concerned, many concussions. I think that at this stage in my life, I think we would start to notice if, if that had some sort of long-term effect. So mm-hmm. I've been fortunate and now I have to stop making excuses and I have to take my first step. That's it entirely. And take the first step with anyone. If they do that, it becomes much easier. I was saying to someone this morning too, I mean, you know, I, I just have, what I got was, well, I just have to think about it a bit more. And I said, well, that, that's fine. Just remember that the longer you walk into the woods, the longer it takes to walk out of the woods. And we either start. <laughs> Absolutely true. I mean, I do look forward to the. Uh, or we don't to, start. To, 
I look forward to getting on so, that path yeah. and and really and really doing that. If someone wanted to reach out to you for uh, for help or some information, what's the best way to reach you? Email Walter at your service at gmail.com or my phone number is 416-833-9199. Well, that, that's great. Uh, I'm, I, I will put I mean, those. I'm on, I'm on Insta and Facebook and all that stuff. Good for you. I've got all that information. I'll put it in the description for the uh, for the for the podcast. I thank you so much for taking some time out to speak with me today. No problem. It was good to talk to you. Well, that's going to bring an end to another edition of the Next Phase with Steve Key podcast. You can also catch me on Zoomer Radio and on my other podcast, The Key to Travel. You want to be a guest? Drop me a line at the email in the podcast description. Until we speak again, have a wonderful day.